Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Good morning, everybody. It is your boy Dylan at Thunder Chats, and you are tuned in to Top of Thunder Podcast. Special edition, Thunder Chats. Ho! It is a beautiful Friday morning. I'm on my way to work. As usual, that's that's what's happening whenever we're doing these Thunder Chats. The Thunder played the Lakers, and I got to be honest with you guys. these, These West Coast games are a little... Well, wait for your boy, you know, getting older, getting more tired. Uh, So I fell asleep after the first quarter. Not really sure where I fell asleep in the second quarter, but I know it was after the first quarter that I fell asleep. Um, Ironically enough, I woke up with the game being tied with like, I don't know, like a minute or so left. And I still couldn't force myself to stay awake. I wanted to, I tried, but the next thing I know, my wife is hitting me and it's just showing game highlights on the laptop. So I, I missed the entirety of the game. But you know what? <clears throat> That's okay, because I'm only human after all. Um, <coughs> so what I'm going to do is I'm going to do something that I actually used to do in Thunder Chats um, when I wasn't able to watch a game. And I'm going to do something called Box Score Heroes. So. I know nothing about this game, except for the fact that we was tied at one point late in the fourth, and everything I saw in the first quarter. So, go with me on this journey as I look into the box score, and we see what happens. So, as I'm pulling this up, I do want to apologize. In our last podcast, I know my volume was pretty spotty. Um, Some people couldn't hear it at all. Um, While I saw it was low when I was editing... I was still able to hear it just fine, Um, but other people had more issues with it, and for that, I apologize, take full responsibility on that, and the next time that we record a group pod, um, I'll be sure to double check my levels on my mic, on Zoom, the recording, everything, um, before we get started so that doesn't happen again, because I can only imagine how awkward that is to hear somebody like this, and then cones like this and then alex is like this and moles is like this so yeah i i understand and i apologize so all right so i pulled up the box score for the thunder lakers game in which the thunder won 107 to 104 now when i look at this when i see that the game is won by one possession my immediate thought is holy crap is it a game winner 
did somebody hit a game winner and clicking on the game there's no highlight for SGA hits 30 footer as the timer goes off or SGA drives into traffic or Giddy with the assist or anything that has to do with buzzer beater so I know right off the bat we didn't win the game on a buzzer beater as sick as that would be to do in LA against Russell Westbrook against LeBron James who wasn't playing and Anthony Davis <clears throat> so no right off the bat that didn't happen so what I want to do before I jump into the box score and even talk about what I saw in the first quarter I'm gonna go to the play-by-play -play. <clears throat> I'm gonna scroll down here and I'm gonna see how exactly we won by three points <coughs> I apologize for all the coughing as you guys know it's getting colder and colder and colder um, right now it's my favorite time of year I say that with the utmost sarcasm in which it is 27 degrees in the morning and like 55 in the afternoon those are the hardest to dress for and they are the worst for my allergies so please bear with me so according to the play-by-play -play on ESPN.com box score our last two points were scored by Lugan Stewart who was fouled by Anthony Davis after the Thunder took a timeout, 8.8 .8 seconds left. Davis fouled him with 7.8 seconds left, and Dort was able to hit both free throws. And if I was watching the game, I could have predicted this. Russell Westbrook shot a 28-foot three-pointer that he missed with 3.5 seconds left. Davis got the rebound but wasn't able to get a shot up, and that was the end of the game. <clears throat> now, before... Lou made those free throws. Apparently, Carmelo made it, made a three-pointer to cut the lead to one point. Hmm. It says Anthony Davis personal take foul. So if he really just intentionally fouled Lou down one, I mean, I guess I guess he probably is one of the best options on the court to foul. Sorry, thinking it thinking too far into it and before that Lugans Dort makes dunk 17 seconds remaining Shea Gilders Alexander assists to put the Thunder up four all right and before that Carmelo made another three to cut it to two wow Carmelo and Anthony been balling for the Lakers okay that, that's all I'm going to look at for the play-by-play -play. let's jump into the box score man so as we get into the box score I do want to say um, it looked like basically was going to have another <clears throat> basically versus Lakers game. Um, he came in, he, sh he hit a three, he had a couple layups there in the first quarter, and it had all the makings of what we saw, you know, about a week ago against LA in OKC when basically had his best game of the season. Shooting, I think he scored 20 points, hit four threes. And it was just, I was just thinking, as going into the rest of the game, I was like, okay, this is one of those Baisley games. So let's look at the box score and see if that rung true. So Darius Baisley shot well. 6 of 11 shooting. It's over 50% for you mathematicians at home. 2 of 3 from deep. That's a little bit over 66% shooting. On 14 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist, 1 steal. Still had 3 turnovers gotta clean that up base we gotta clean that up um but what this tells me <clears throat> so he, it says he only played 24 minutes and if you go down to the bench Kendrick Williams played 30 minutes he himself shot 5 of 11 a little bit under 50 percent shooting um two of five from deep which is 40 percent he had seven rebounds or no eight rebounds sorry that was defensive rebounds 
two assists, one steal, and no turnovers. So, I think this was another game that the Thunder legitimately tried to win down the stretch. And, you know, we've been over this. We talked about it with Moose. The players, the coaches, they're always going to try to win. But <clears throat> you can tell, even with, like, contenders, you can tell when they have that drive to really win the game, like to really put it all out there. A lot of times contenders, like, they'll go down 10 points and they'll just go through the motions and, you know, move on to the next game. But there's other games where they're down 10 points and they're fighting, they're hustling, you know, they're moving the ball, they're getting good shots, they're ta- you know, you have the star players taking over. <clears throat> so there's a big difference. And judging by Kendrick Williams playing 30 minutes, Ty Jerome playing 21 minutes, and Teo Maladon playing four minutes, that is, that is interesting. If you remember, Teo Maladon played 28 minutes in the loss of the Clippers in our last game. So to go from 28 to four, <clears throat> pretty wild. Ty Jerome, I think a lot of people see more as a complimentary win-now player as opposed to a development player. So for him to get 21 minutes, shot four, 10 from the field, not great. It's like 40%. That is 40%. I don't know why I said that's like 40%. Three of eight from deep, which I learned from uh, my career. That is, uh, well, I actually lied. I don't, I don't know what that is off the top of my head. <laughs> uh, let's see here. Let's go to the old calculator. It's 37.5% from deep. So, <clears throat> not bad from Tyler Jerome after, you know, he's kind of struggled throughout the year trying to get a shot to fall. And he had three rebounds, three assists. He was a plus 18. That's a team high on the game with 14 points off the bench. So 14 and 13 from Kendrick Williams. The only other person to score was our boy, the aforementioned Moose. Six points, three rebounds. And seven minutes of action, two of four from deep, and one three. <clears throat> one of three from three. So back to the whole Baisley, Kendrick Williams, Teo, Tydrome debate. Not really debate, just discussion. Um... Now, Baisley is an important team, or an important piece to this team. Now, he's obviously young. He's a prospect. He's got a lot of untapped potential. Um, The thing is, shot selection gets a little questionable at times, and he gets a little excited, and he turns over the ball a lot. Now, looking at this game, it looked like that he really played with him himself on offense in terms of looking for his shots. Uh, Looks like he took good shots. Looks like he was very efficient. And for that, you know, hats off to you, basically. I'm appreciative. Like I said, he still needs to clean up those turnovers. You know, three isn't seven, but it's still a lot, especially if you're not the lead ball handler. Um, It's kind of a lot, a lot. So hopefully he can clean that up as the season progresses. But overall, this is kind of what I've expected from Baisley. You know, after I saw that those first couple shots go down, there's just something about the Lakers that gets Baisley going. So, hey, congrats to Baisley. Um, but, yeah, it was good to see Kendrick Williams, K. Rich, step in, play those veteran minutes, those uh, those hard minutes there. And I, I assume he played in the closing minutes. I'm going to have to go back and watch this game so I can get, like, a better informed opinion also because, like, it just looked like it was a fun game. Um, now I'm going to go to my boy, Shea Gilders Alexander, played 39 minutes, 9 to 17 shooting which is a hair over 50% shooting. Four of seven from deep, <clears throat> which, you know, got my calculator ready. So that's 57.1% from three for you mathematicians at home. 
Uh, shot six of six from the stripe. I would like to see him get there more, but six for six, you can't argue with that efficiency. Three rebounds, six assists, two turnovers, one steal, one block, plus 14 on the plus minus. He was second to only Ty Jerome. 28 points once again. Now, as I said, I missed <laughs> three quarters of this game. Um, but in the first quarter, uh, there was a possession. It wasn't a possession. It was a series from Shea that really impressed me. I, I tweeted about it. It was one of the only tweets I got off because, you know, as I said, I went to sleep. And basically, Shea got matched up to Russell Westbrook. And you could see Russell Westbrook metaphorically lick his lips. Like, I'm about to chew this dude up. And Shea took on the assignment. And he stayed with him the whole way defensively, blocked a shot, Russ got it back. Shea was able to force a steal, come down the other end. Russ is guarding him now. She was on the other foot. Top of the three-point line. Gives him one of those little sidestep setback threes. Money. Like, when I say money, like, this thing barely touched the net, let alone the rim. It barely touched the net. It was so pure. And that series right there shows me the ceiling of Shea Gildas Alexander. You know, we've seen what he could do offensively. He can get to the rim whenever he wants to. That sidestep step back three is becoming one of the most deadly shots in the NBA. He's got potential as a playmaker that we've seen last year and this year alike. <clears throat> we've seen all of that offensively. The thing that's been lacking is on-ball defense, off-ball defense. And I will say off-ball, Shea has looked a lot more engaged than he has in the past couple seasons. Um, you know, there's spurts every now and then where he'll still go to sleep on his man off ball. But I think overall he's looked very engaged on the defensive end. And we've seen him make a number of these plays um, defensively throughout the year. You know, just being matched up one-on-one on ball defense. And not only being able to hold his own, but, you know, get a block, force a turnover. And... If he can continue to grow that part of his game, we're talking about, like, we've already, I think we've all already conceded that we believe Shea Gilts Alexander is a superstar in this league. And what that means to you, I don't know. A lot of people think, you know, top 25, top 20. I've been in the, of the mindset that I think Shea could be a top 10 player in this league. And, you know, you could say, oh, he's a Kentucky fan. You can say whatever you want. I just know, and I'm, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into my spiel, but, I know offseason by offseason, Shea's going to improve his game. And right now, his offense is going to be hard, <laughs> very hard to improve after what we're seeing this year. Um, so the next thing up is defense. And I, I believe that that is something that he is going to improve. You know, we've seen him put on weight. We've seen him work on his lateral quickness and his agility in the offseason. So I think that he's actively working on it. You know, you don't become Lou Dort in an offseason. But I do think that that is something Shea's working on. You know, he's got the frame, he's got the foot speed, um, he's got the length, the athleticism to be a plus defender in this league. I'm not asking him to be Drew Holiday, Lou Dort, anything like that. I just want him to be above average defensively. And I think that he's well on that on his way there. So, um, good to see that from Shea. Um, <clears throat> quick edit. I did happen to see this on Twitter. Um, I don't know you know, the timeline kind of fuzzy, but apparently Shea got the ball. 
um, brought the ball across the half-court line, stopped on the logo, on the Los Angeles Lakers logo, and pulled up a three from what seemed like 35 feet deep. Um, I think Chris Fisher said from seven feet behind the three-point line. So, I mean, that's 37 foot. <laughs> um, I think, I don't know. I, I'm being honest with you. I don't know the distance between the three-point line. Uh, in the basket so you know we're just gonna look it up real quick this is a great podcasting by the way but you know i'm just being honest with you guys and i feel like a lot of you might have the same question as well so distant from a three point line in nba yes <clears throat> phenomenal podcast we like it 23 feet and nine inches no shot chief for real I respect it. Well, it's unclear how deep the three was, but the the point is it was deep. It was straight away, and he didn't hit bank. He didn't hit rim. It was as pure as that sidestep that I saw earlier. It was nothing but net. Prompted the Lakers to call a timeout, and you saw Shea, the hypest I've ever seen him on the court. You know, we've seen him hype. We've seen him happy hype. We've seen him doing that thing where he circles his arms around, like, come on, keep it going, keep it going, like last year. And he was hype, but he was doing so with a smile on his face. We saw Shea straight meme-mugging last night. <laughs> and if y'all got my man Shea meme-mugging, a guy that's never got a technical foul in this league, a guy that always has a smile on his face that is really just seems like a non-confrontational person, if y'all got my man meme-mugging, look out. Y'all ain't ready for it. That's all I got to say. Um, all right, I'm almost rolling up to work, so... I'm just going to rip through a couple more of these. Derek Favors. You know, we, we hound on the guy. <laughs> I can't tell you how much we hound on the guy. And, you know, I think we're right to do so. I think that um, it would benefit Shea and Getty even more if we were to have a floor spacing big man there. For all intents and purposes, he's just a placeholder for whoever we get in this draft. But tonight, <clears throat> he brought it in 28 minutes of action, 10 points, 11 rebounds, five of five shooting and i saw i believe uh what's his name uh giola 33 and i don't agree with everything the guy said and i think he knows that and he doesn't agree with everything i said but he did have this tweet i saw before the game uh, i don't remember the exact numbers but <clears throat> in terms of impact on the court um and uh god what was it? i think it was plus minus on the court and off court uh, for Derek Favors, he is the best on the team. And, you know, he said it in his tweet. You know, we rag on him. Everybody wants to rag on him. But, you know, he's he's a savvy veteran um, that plays hard, knows his role, and, you know, he's good for the team. So, uh, good on you, Derek Favors, man. 5-5 five, five shooting. I'm like, hey, that's that's great. That's awesome. Would have liked to see you hit another three, but, you know, you didn't take one. It's cool. Uh, going to Lou Dort, and I, I just don't understand, man. He had 17 points, which awesome. But he shot 4 of 14 and 3 of 11 from deep. 3 of 11 from deep. I feel like he shot like 6 of them in the first quarter. Because I, rem- I remember Lou Dort shooting the ball in abundance in the first quarter. I don't think he made one either. Um, so he must have made these three late in the game. But 11 threes for Lou Dort, I don't know about it, man. Like... He's not shot well this year. Um, he's still struggling 
at finishing around the rim. And he's doing a little bit better in, in that regard, you know, finishing stronger around the basket um, and with more explosive like we've seen out of Baisley as well. <clears throat> but that shot, like we thought was coming around last year, just does not seem to be coming around. Now, I know it's early. I know it's only eight games in, and he could absolutely turn it around just like he turned it around in a negative way last year. Um, but 11 threes, man, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a lot of three-point shots uh, for a guy that the league doesn't consider a three-point shooter. Um, going to Josh Giddy, struggle shooting the ball 2-9, 0 of 2 from deep. He had five points, but he had eight rebounds, eight assists, and four turnovers, three steals, and a block. So Giddy's making his presence felt out there, 32 minutes of action. <clears throat> you know, as impressive that he's been as he's been this early in the season um, in terms of uh, overachieving shooting and scoring, um, he's still just a rookie. And he's a rookie that doesn't have a precise offensive skill set in terms of scoring the basketball. Phenom passing the ball. He's a great rebounder for his size. And I think he's an underrated defender. But at this point in the game, his scoring is not something you can count on. Um, if he's feeling it one night, that's just gravy. But that's not something you can count on. So you know, the eight assists, the eight rebounds, the three steals, that's kind of what I'm expecting out of a Josh Giddy game um, this season at least. So, you know, I like what I see out of you, Giddy. <clears throat> um, of note, Poku came in and Poku this game, you know, after he you know, played great <clears throat> in the Clippers game. Sorry about that ambulance. Uh, after he played great in the Clippers game, he played 10 minutes of action, 0 of 4 from shooting, 0 of 1 from deep, um, including a turnover. He did have four rebounds in that time, but he was a team low negative 13. And the only other person that I have not touched on that played in this game was Jeremiah Robinson Earl. Played 10 minutes, did not score a bucket, did not get a rebound, had one turnover and one foul. It was negative one on the plus minus. Um, going to the Lakers side, Russell Westbrook actually didn't play a bad game. <laughs> he shot 10 of 23 at 3 of 6 from deep, 4 of 4 from the free throw line. But, man, 3 of 6 from deep from Russell Westbrook, that's crazy to me. Uh, he had 27 points, 6 rebounds, 5 assists. Anthony Davis is going to Anthony Davis, 11 of 20 for shooting, 7 of 9 from the stripe, <clears throat> 29 points, 18 rebounds, 5 assists, 1 steal, 2 blocks. He is a good basketball player. Uh, DeAndre Jordan had 1 point. I just felt like I should note that. Carmelo Anthony, you know, we mentioned him making those two late threes. Ended up with 21 points on 8 of 18 shooting, 5 of 10 from deep. Good good on Melo. You know, good to see him succeeding, finding a team that he can succeed with, you know. Um, I'm going to conclude it with this. The Lakers got a lot of issues, man. You know, this is back-to-back -back games against the Thunder in which they lost by five points or less. Um, they struggled to beat the Houston Rockets. I think they won by two against them and like you're talking about two of the worst teams in the league at that point uh they're five and four i know lebron hasn't been playing i know that that's going to change a lot but they've got to get something together or you know as much as we was hoping to see a brody championship i just i just i, I don't know about it but <clears throat> that's that's the end of the game 107 104 um, you know, like I said, the Thunder really competed in this game. Shea Gildas Alexander was monstrous. I'm, I'm seeing a lot of love for him on Twitter. 
a lot of teams trying to get him to go somewhere else on Twitter. So all was normal in the world. Uh, back in action Sunday at the compound. <laughs> because the San Antonio Spurs, 7 o'clock. Um, hit you guys sometime this weekend. So hope you all have a great day. God bless. Don't forget, Thunder Up. You've tuned in to Thunder Chats. ho Thank you for listening to the Topic Thunder podcast. Our podcast is available to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Google Play, or anywhere else you listen to your podcast. Be sure to leave us a five-star rating and a positive review, and follow us on Twitter, at OKC Topic Thunder. Thunder up! For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.